It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here's Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. It's Friday. Let's always timestamp this. It's Friday when? It's Saturday, Sunday. What? 43. I oh, know. Uh, 34 next week. Oh, yeah. Um, 2.38. I remember that time where Joshua fought in Madison Square Garden and it was your birthday in between the Golovkin week. Yeah, correct. That was a fucking bad birthday for you, wasn't it? Terrible birthday. Well, I mean, we say terrible birthday. I had just promoted one of the greatest nights of drama in the history of Madison Square Garden and then was about to promote Gennady Golovkin. The week after. I mean, how bad can it be? But at the time, it felt like life was over. But that's the thing about life, isn't it? You go through these experiences. However bad something seems at that moment, you know, you're right there, you nearly went through yeah, the drain. No, I just want to come a bit closer just so I can get the old mark. You know that it's never going to be quite as bad as it seems at the time. Do you agree with that? In certain circumstances, I think... I think in all circumstances. However bad something seems right now, I promise you will look back on it and say, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you may look back and say, fuck, I was, it, I was low. But actually, really, as you go through life's experiences, and you experience more in life, what can really be that bad? Not you fight a losing at Madison Square Garden. I mean, there's a lot worse things that can happen. But it was a tough night. I remember walking home, or back to the apartment. It was like about an hour walk, and it was just like... And I kept bumping into Brits who had been there, like paralytic, like coming out of bars. Just as I thought, let's just forget about it and move on to Golovkin next week. Eddie, fucking hell, Joshua's useless. What are you doing, you mug? Cheers, lads. Have a good night. And off we go. But there we go. Do you ever think about if um, the Gerald Miller fight had happened, whether Joshua's career to oh, this yeah. point would have been completely different you know in what? certain respects? Do you know what I did think? I'll be honest with you, yesterday, because it was the anniversary of the fight, I wonder whether, I wonder whether as a team we made a mistake taking that fight. Um, 
I'm getting quite a lot of stick lately about putting my fighters in two tougher fights, which is ironic because I've always I've always been accused of giving my fighters easy fights, haven't I, and easy paths. And I just I just, you know what? Talk for a second. I want to find something for you. The Atlas. No. no. Yeah. Um, this is a bit awkward, but anyway, I just we when we were deciding between Andy Ruiz and Trevor Bryan. We, oh, actually, no, sorry. We weren't even deciding with Trevor Bryan. But I got offered Trevor Bryan from Don King. And Don King said to me, don't fight Andy Ruiz. Basically, he looks terrible in his trunks and he's good. I was like, yeah, but we've sold out Madison Square Garden. Like, if AJ's the heavyweight that we believe he is, he beats Andy Ruiz. And... In boxing tradition, perhaps we should have taken the easy rollover. But I promise you this, it would have been over in a round. And I tell you, Josh needed to make some changes. And he made those changes and he made an absolute fortune in a rematch that he would never have made unless he... But who knows? You know, I don't think you can look back with regret and say, but it was a dangerous fight and it was three or four weeks notice. But Josh weren't right for that fight anyway. So it's difficult to say. Anyway, great chat. Watch this. Put him in a, for a world title fight after four fights. He wants it. What do you want as a fan? Do you want fighters to be in real fights? I keep seeing like lemons who post things like, oh, Cheeseman got beat and Fowler got beat and Richardson got beat. Yeah, because they're in proper fights. What do you want? Do you want them in proper fights or do you want them in easy fights? Or where do you get another fighter beat? Make your fucking mind up. What do you want? You silly tosspot. <laughs> do you want... Our fighters in real fights, or do you want them in gimme fights? If they're in real fights, they're going to lose every now and again. That's so don't celebrate it when they lose, because you're sitting at home in your Transformers pyjamas. <laughs> knocking one out with your KY or whatever you use. I mean, oh, you know, dear, other substances are available. Um, June the 9th. Four years ago. I just don't understand it. You know, Ted, Teddy Atlas came out, he talked about Canelo Bivol, but he was actually referring to Katie Taylor. I don't understand. I, I, what do you want? Oh, you shouldn't have put Katie Taylor in Chantel Cameron. That was too tough a fight. What? But then you make a one-sided fight. Oh, it's a joke. Boxing's a joke. You know, too many one-sided fights. Like, you can't really win. The same applies in all sports. If you ain't good enough on the night, you don't win. AJ was not good enough on the night. He made mistakes. He got beat. He came back stronger. Katie Taylor was beaten by the better fighter on the night. It's okay. It's okay. Do you know what I mean? But I, I hate, I hate the. Yeah, you've got, you've got to be better with the. I mean, people think that my matchmaking is poor. My matchmaking is unbelievable, because I know the game inside out. I know, I know the sport inside out. I know the fighters inside out. But I will not give you time and time if you want to get paid big money. And we need to fill seats. We need to drive subscri subscribers. We need to entertain fans. I ain't giving you easy touches. And that's what happens. You know, on, on all those occasions, those, those fighters got huge paydays. And they were big, they were favourites, in AJ's case, big favourites going into the fight. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I know obviously you've uh, discussed certain things on a... Different platform yesterday. Rivals, rivals nah, not really rivals. All right, boxing social actually. Um, 
So, just for a bit of clarity, um, have AJ's management technically or whatever turned that fight down with Tyson Fury and said, because you said yesterday that you've got your own plan for August and December, but has something conversation-wise or offer-wise gone to AJ's management where they've turned it down for, for Frank Warren and Queensbury to say this? No, same thing. I mean, they spoke, there was a conversation between George and Freddie Cunningham, of which he said exactly the same, we're all on the same page, which is we have our plan and we're not deviating from that plan at the moment. We want to see if we can secure that plan. So at the moment, we fight August 12th and December against Deontay Wilder. August 12th, I would like it to be Dillian White. We'll have to see. That is our plan. Do we drop everything and hope that Tyson Fury is real and that process is straightforward? Or do we just continue with what we're doing and lock this in? At the moment, the preferred choice is to lock in those two fights. If, and there's a lot going on with regards to that, August 12th is not really difficult in terms of the, a fight. But of course, the Deontay Wilder fight, which is a lot more money than the Tyson Fury fight for September, still needs to be secured. We've been promised it is secured, it is locked in, but there's still work to be done. But we've been working hard on that plan, and that's the plan we want. We, I say we, AJ doesn't believe Tyson Fury at all. AJ doesn't want to be messed around by Tyson Fury. He wants the fight. And if we can't get moving with this scenario, you know, I saw Frank's interview about Vumart. Let's be honest. I mean, sometimes I think he says things that even he's trying to convince himself about. To say that he can fight Tyson Fury in September and fight Deontay Wilder in December is the most bizarre thing I've ever... He knows that's not possible. So we're either doing one or the other. We're fighting in August... We're fighting Deontay Wilder or we're scrapping everything and we're, we're looking at the Tyson Fury fight. We are prepared. I don't think Tyson Fury is on the verge at all of doing anything. Right now, Saudi have told Queensbury they want him to fight Usyk in December. They, like us, haven't yet had a formal contract. Right? So probably Tyson's looking at it and going, well, this is a waste of time. I need to fight. Don't forget, he hasn't boxed since December of last year. So he's now looking at it saying, well, I want a box. Now, he wants a lot of money. Now, the only people that can give him a lot of money is Anthony Joshua or a fight in the Middle East. He cannot generate the kind of money that he wants to against anyone else, right? Now, he will fight for less money, but he wants an easy touch. Go back to our original conversation. An easy touch means no one's interested. You know, he just had an easy touch, didn't he? I know it was Del Boy, but it wasn't, look at the fight, it was an easy touch. No one wants to see anyone get an easy touch, right? So Fury's under pressure, Queensby are under pressure, and they're scratching around. The problem is now, no one believes Tyson Fury. So AJ's not prepared to put his career and plans on hold for the hope of Tyson Fury. But... If we can't get that plan moving ASAP, absolutely, we look at that plan. But that's his preferred choice. And, I, you know, it's not, I think it's the right decision. It's not my decision. It's not, I don't make those kind of decisions. We put the proposals to the team. The team want to fight in August. And there is part of it as well. I think 
I don't think he would mind saying, that that interim fight will put him in great position for Wilder and Fury in terms of his own career, in terms of working with Derek James. So right now, Fury, Fury's in, isn't in a great place. He may not fight till December because when they look at, you know, if Saudi come back with an offer to fight Usyk, he's got to decide whether he really wants to fight Usyk. He hasn't shown, I don't think, that much willingness to fight Alexander Usyk. But now he's kind of, you know, do I fight in September and give up the Usyk fight? Or do I wait till December? And I don't know what he's going to do. It's not really my business. But I think he's in a tough spot. And I think Queensbury in a very tough spot. What would it take for you, um, or what would take it for it to happen, of August not happening, first of all? August <coughs> is happening. I mean, August is happening. That's AJ's you, day. No, the reason I ask that is because you made reference to if that wasn't to materialise, then... More the Saudi. And look, the, the Wilder fight is one of the biggest fights in boxing. AJ wants to fight Wilder. We also appreciate it's a huge money fight in the Middle East, right? Huge. So, of course, that is the route that we're happy to take. The August fights is, say, scrappable for Tyson Fury, but it's the two fights, the plan, the, the plan to fight three times this year, the plan to have that fight and then go into a career-defining fight like Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury. So there's a lot to consider. But really, I think the main thing is the Wilder fight. If the Wilder fight fell through, AJ would scrap his August fight for Tyson Fury, no doubt. But combining the August fight, getting that ability to have a fight with Derek James to prepare for that massive fight, one of the biggest in boxing, we like that plan. But if the Saudi fight didn't materialise and the Deontay Wilder fight didn't materialise, Absolutely, AJ, no problem going into Tyson Fury fight, or at least exploring it harder. We have, you know, George is right and Queensby right. We we do have the basis of the deal from last time. So it's just at the moment, like when someone's been through the negotiations and back and forth with Tyson Fury, they lose a little bit of desire to do. It's a bit like Alexander Usyk. If you mentioned Alexander Usyk, uh, Tyson Fury to Alexander Usyk, he'd go, oh God, wasting my time. Wasting my time. And that is the exact same response that AJ has as well. And you can come out on Instagram and you can call him a pussy and you can, like you did yesterday, and you can do all this kind of stuff. But honestly, it's just about straight business and actually getting things done. And he feels that we have a good plan in place to get that done. And he wants to fight Deontay Wilder. So I know I asked you this before, but from the four fighters for this potential December date in Saudi, who who do you think? You don't think Tyson will fight before then? He's got a tough decision. He wants to fight. There is no way Tyson Fury wants to go into an Alexander Usyk fight. I mean, he may not want to go into an Alexander Usyk fight anyway, but on a year's on a year of inactivity, with with Usyk fighting Dubois in. Whenever it's going to be August. So, but we don't care about Fury against Usyk. We're not reliant upon that fight. We've been told we're doing AJ against Wilder regardless. So I don't really care if Fury fights Usyk. I, I think I think he should for boxing, but I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he's going to go, having been out for a year, in with Alexander Usyk, unless the money's out of control. It might be, but he's asked for money that's out of control and he got turned down. But he turned that down. Then he was going to fight in July or June. 
and then July, and now September, but hasn't got an opponent. And when you look at the division, it ain't easy. To, like, to, he should fight, in my opinion, Filip Hergovic. But he won't fight Filip Hergovic because Tyson Fury knows he's boxing and he knows that's a dangerous fight. And what he'll say is, no one's ever heard of Filip Hergovic. Why would I fight him? You know? And that was the same problem with Joe Joyce till he realised that Joe Joyce was well beatable and now he'd probably fight Joe Joyce. You don't expect Deontay Wilder to fight before December? Probably not. It's June, isn't it? They'd like to. A lot of these fighters want too much money for easy fights. Going back to our original conversation. You know, if if that's why the Dillian White fight is a very dangerous fight for AJ. It's a very ballsy fight to go into when you got that payday against Deontay Wilder in December. But that's the, that's his preferred fight. Now, that fight's got to get done. But that is his pre preferred opponent for August. But if you're Deontay Wilder and you've got all this money that you've never seen before, that, that kind of level of money, do you want to go and fight for peanuts against a nobody? And then the problem is he doesn't want to take a fight of any risk, which is understandable. And then you go to a broadcaster or you look at the ticket sales and you look at what you can pay for a fight no one's interested in of no risk. And then he'll look at it and go, actually, I won't bother. I'll just go straight into December fight. His business, not, not mine. AJ wants to fight in August. So, going on to Dillian White, how close you said, oh, how close is that? Um, we've got offers being presented to him today. Um, he's going to want probably more money than the offer will be, and then we go from there. Um, it's a big fight. Dillian's a big name in the division. Um, I just, you know, I think those guys... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Away from the massive fights, without, you know, if Dillian doesn't fight AJ, we have to find him another fight. And that's where it starts to become difficult if it's not Andy Ruiz or, you know, I don't know, Zhang or, you know, those, those kind of fights. So I think, it, I think those, you know, those world-class heavyweights that are just outside of those elite money fights are in a bit of a tough spot. But hopefully we can deliver a deal for Dillian that he's, you know, he's pleased with and, and wants the fight and wants the opportunity. But obviously he's going to have his demands as well. So you've booked the O2 for yeah, we, we're looking August as well? We're looking at stadiums for that fight, but we have booked the O2 as well. So we, we haven't decided where that fight will take place. Um, 
but we have booked the O2. Stadiums in the south? Yes. But it's also the football season's underway by then and the fixtures aren't out for a while, so it's difficult to play. Okay. So, can you give us a time scale? <laughs> no? Uh, I mean, again, like, I think if we, you know, when you talk about August, it's June. So we need this fight announced in the next two to three weeks, really. Um, but maybe even sooner. So yeah, so we'll see too. I mean, again, we're not limited to Dillian White. I just think it's the right fight. I think it's a great fight. But there's other options out there. What are those other options? Loads of people in the top. Philip Hergovic could be an option. That's a very dangerous fight going into Deontay Wilder. Otto Wilin. Do you really want to fight a southpaw going into Deontay Wilder? Cheryl Miller? Yeah, not not really. But um, All that fury last night. I don't know. Maybe you'll fight him, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's plenty of options. Zhang would be a great fight, but again, southpaw. We'll have to see. Okay. Did you see uh, the exchange last night between... Uh, Delahire and Garcia, yeah. Um, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, Oscar De La Hoya is just an accident waiting to happen. Like, what is he doing? Like, firstly, the relationship is so fucked, right? And everyone knows that. Everyone in boxing knows this is ending one way, in the courtroom. Right? But, I just... You know, the one thing you have to do is, when you see a relationship like that, professional relationship, sliding away, you've got to get together. And you've got to try and mend that, you've got to have a plan. But Oscar is so irrational in what he does, you never know what he's going to do. So Ryan gives an interview where he says, rightfully so, I was upset. That's like... Having a fight of a massive magnitude, I don't know, let's call it AJ against Dillian White, right? And AJ gets beat. And I don't turn up to the presser after. And I just go home to a restaurant for dinner. I mean, can you ever imagine, you've known me a long time, right? Can you ever imagine me doing that? Like, you just don't do it. And he had went to dinner, and I know he said he had death threats and all that. Look, who knows? But you don't, I don't care. Like, literally, if we had the presser, and it's not like a presser in a car lot, is it? It's a presser backstage. It was in the arena. And someone comes up to me, security, and says, I'm just to let you know there's been a death threat for you. You think I'll go home? Well, I'm not trying to be tough, but it's not like an environment where you've got random people coming up to you. It's an enclosed environment full of media. And obviously, but that's part of this ongoing problem that it looks like. And I just couldn't believe it. That was, and not one, about five tweets. Come on, you know, own it. Or sort yourself out. It's just unbelievable. Um, and it looks like the relationship is completely irreparable. But I find, I just, you know, it's like, it's like a comedy sketch. Social media is, or has been rather entertaining over the years, hasn't he? Well, not over the years, particularly recently. No, for quite some time, Oscar. I'm not talking about yeah, Oscar yeah, Delight, yeah. yeah. The same, but like, recently it's got, I mean, you just, 
you know, Ryan Garcia is Golden Boy's biggest client by a long way. A long way. So again, that is like me tweeting AJ after he got beat, going, mate, stop with the excuses, just own it. I mean, one, you never do that. You never throw your client, your friend, whatever it is, un- like out to dry. And s- you, you speak to him, you've got a problem, you go and see him. But it's irreparable. It's, it's well beyond that. And the rumours have been around for ages about you know, where this is going. And, and it's, it's about to explode. It's about to explode. So, I don't know. Messy and sad. Right, moving on from there. Connor Ben, Chris Eubank. Some positive words for you from you yesterday about this. Yeah, I mean, look, everything's about timing. Everything's about things falling into place. And obviously, when the Liam Smith fight fell through, from our perspective, there's an opportunity to make the Connor Ben fight. We have to go through that process with Eubank and Calla and, and the teams. But we want to make that fight. It's a massive fight. It's a huge money fight. There's interest from around the world to stage that fight. We'd like to stage it in the UK, and we'll see where that goes over the next couple of weeks. But that's the fight to make. I mean, for for both guys. So we're going to do what we can to make it, if that's possible. But I'm assuming, given the current situation regarding the board and Connor, that it's highly unlikely to take place in the UK in the next sort of, if you're looking at, you mentioned August, September, that kind of time scale? At the moment. Not necessarily. But at the moment. You know, if we wanted to announce that fight today, we couldn't stage it in the UK. But I would like to stage it in the UK. And I think that I'm hopeful and I will wait further instruction from Conor Ben's team regarding the outcome of those conversations with UCAD and see if that's possible. That is... You know, an option that I think everybody would 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 love to see. I mean, that that fight, Chris Eubank against Conor Ben, was the biggest grossing event in the history of the O2. It was the fastest selling boxing event of all time at the O2. It's an absolute monster, and it's bigger now than it's ever been. But let's see. A couple of months ago, or about three months ago, when this fight was touted to be heading towards the UAE. Oh, yeah. Good shout. Um, The UAE for June the 3rd, which is today, tomorrow. Um, You you said that you were under instructions to deliver a a big fight for the UAE. Mm. Um, And that was the fight you were trying to make for tomorrow's date. But what's happened with that then? I know Frank Smith was out in Mm -hmm. Abu Dhabi recently. Are you not under kind of instructions from them, say instructions, but to deliver a, a big fight there still? And yeah, June, that June, just makes sense for that fight yeah. to return back to there? Yeah, I mean, June 3rd wasn't the preferred date for them, as you know. It's very warm out there on June the 3rd. And they feel that there'd be a, a lot a big, bigger opportunity for international fight fans to stage a fight in September, October. So that is the plan, is a September date in Abu Dhabi. Whether that is Conor Ben against Chris Eubank, that is a fight they would like to stage. That is a fight that would deliver significant international travellers to Abu Dhabi as a boxing destination. But there are also another three or four fights that we could stage on that September date with Abu Dhabi. 
but that is the fight. If if not able to proceed in the UK, that is definitely a fight that we would like to take to Abu Dhabi, and I believe they would like to stage as well. What is to understand the situation regarding Liam Smith? Because I'm assuming Boxer still would like to put on that rematch that was intended for June 17th and then July the 1st. I'm assuming that they would or still trying to push that fight depending on Liam Smith's injury. But what have you been told regarding that? Nothing. I mean, we don't, you know, that that's a, a situation between Liam Smith and Boxer and Sowland and whether they can resolve a reschedulement, a second reschedulement. Um, from our opinion and, and, and what we're being told, we can proceed with that fight with, um, with, with Connor, Liam Smith, you know, when, when I said the other day about no one's interested in Liam Smith against Chris Eubank, that wasn't a reflection of Liam Smith, by the way. Liam Smith beat Chris Eubank Jr. handily. Liam Smith should be in a big fight. you got a legal letter for? Yeah. Because I don't really agree with that comment, anyway. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, I just agree. mean that no one had any interest in that well, rematch. Really? I mean... No one's interested. I don't. I, when I say no one's interested, I'm sure there is someone who says, "Oh, I'm, I'm interested." But on the whole, in my opinion, and fuck, it's opinion. I have to listen to everybody else's opinion all day. So you want to hear my opinion? No one's interested in Smith Eubank. That's my opinion, right? My opinion is a lot more people are interested in Eubank against Ben. But more importantly, Eubank Ben pays. Eubank, significantly more money. When I talk about Liam Smith, Liam Smith has proved himself as a world-class elite fighter. Liam Smith should be being delivered a bigger fight. He don't want to rematch Chris Eubank. What's Just stopped him. He wants big fights. He wants Kel Brook. He wants Gennady Golovkin. He wants maybe a Jaime Munguia rematch. He wants the middleweight champion. top ranks guy, who I can't remember his name. Janabek. So, I don't think Liam... But Liam Smith's proved himself. Liam Smith deserves a massive fight. Massive. Not Eubank too. Massive for him. But anyway, he ain't my fighter. It doesn't really matter. I'm saying... I don't think anyone's interested in the rematch. Send me a legal letter. What, mate? I'm just saying, I'm allowed my opinion sometimes. I, 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 let's put it like this. What fight are you more interested in? 100% I'm more interested in, to see Conor Ben and Chris Eubank. One million percent. But I've got quite interested into seeing how that rematch would have played out. You're quite interested. I think you'd watch it, but I don't think you're quite interested in the rematch. Hang on. I'm allowed my opinion like you're, you're allowed sitting, your opinion. You're sitting on the fence in a nice way. Oh, no, I'm, I'm interested. Hold on. You're not really interested. If you... If, you if was I was sitting on the fence, I wouldn't fucking say anything, no, mate. No, but you... Listen, when I say you're interested, you'd watch it. Yeah, I think it'd be all right. I'd like, you know, get involved in that. You're not really quite... You're like 95% of Metrum shows. Yeah, all right. You're not... All right. You're not... You're not you're, you know what I'm saying. It's just won the fight. It was, it was a one-sided fight. You're not really interested in the rematch. You'd watch it and you'd turn up and you'd get your 500 quid and you do your job. Well, what? <laughs> okay, so if this fight is to happen, and if it is to happen in the UAE, that will be September. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Okay. End of August, September. But yeah. Okay. Um, that have been how? How long? Out the ring for Conor Ben then? A year and a half. Risky.
It's been over a year, well over a year since Conor Ben's been in the ring. It's been in a year since the fight was made. And it'll be, be about a year and a half since he's been in the ring, if he fights in September. I know you're only going to talk a little about this, but I will ask a question about this. Um, no update regarding his situation with um, the board or UK. And, yeah. and genuinely, I'm not involved, never been involved. Obviously, if it gets resolved, I will know. I'd expect to know sharpish, but I'm not involved in that process at all. Not, not past, like I'd tell you if I was, if I had any news. I don't have any news. All I know is, is it's heading, hopefully, for a resolution. One in whose favour? We'll see. Okay, um, Lawrence Coley released a statement uh, after his uh, loss to Chris Benham Smith last week in Bournemouth. Um, yeah, I'm glad a, a line's been drawn under the whole situation regarding you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we um, we had a contract, we wanted that contract to be respected. I didn't like the things that were said. Um, we moved forward to protect that contract and Lawrence settled and I'm happy to resolve it. You know, he's made his statement. Um, we feel that our contract was respected and comments were revoked or apologised for and glad to get it out of the way and we can all move on. Okay, um, Fabio Wardley, Dave Allen, legs? Uh, I like the fight, I mean I think, now I see the comments, I saw the comments yesterday after my interview. I think when you get a demotivated Dave Allen and you get a Dave Allen that's not in shape for the fight physically and mentally, I, I don't like the fight. I like where he's at, it's a final roll of the dice for him. I think he's been a good servant to the sport. I think he's in good physical shape. I think he's mentally there. And he thinks he can beat Fabio Wardley. Really, when you look at British ch challengers, you know, Sol Dakers is an option. Cash Alley's, we've tried to make that fight. We don't know where he is or whoever he's fighting. Do you want me to give Dave Allen the opportunity to fight for the British heavyweight title? Or do you want me to bring in an international opponent that you might be underwhelmed by? That's the, that's the honest truth. And I think if we can reach some kind of number with Dave that he's happy with, I would definitely consider it. I haven't made up my mind yet. I spoke to Fabio's team yesterday about the date and the fight. They'll consider it, but nothing to consider just yet. So you've got a show scheduled for July 29th. And where's that? It could be in London. I mean, again, we'd like to go closer to Fabio, but the problem is where do you go? And I think it's very likely you'll see that fight in London. Yeah, what is happening here? It's Suffolk, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we want to go to Portland Road, but all in due time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, uh, your show next week, June the 10th. Sonny Edwards defending his uh, world title against Campos. Um, The only change to that card is the withdrawal of Shannon Courtney Mm. and uh, Casey Healy comes in to fight Nina Hughes. Yeah, good fight, good domestic fight, massive chance for Katie Healy. I mean, Nina Hughes has been a a revelation. You know, she got sent in as an opponent to Jamie Mitchell in Dubai. You know, won the fight comfortably, changed her life. She can't slip up against Katie Healy because she's got big unifications ahead. It's a world championship triple header. Of course, Ellie Scottney against Shanika Johnson is a brilliant fight. Um, by the way, Chev Clark against uh, Jameson is a great fight as well. They really fancy that, and that's a tough fight. Final eliminator for the British Cruiserweight title. Johnny Fisher back in action as well. And of course, Sonny Edwards. You know, I think um, this kid is, he drives people mad. He's a hell of a talent. He may beat them all. You know, and when you have a fighter that is prepared to fight anyone and you can throw him in with anyone and you feel like you can beat anyone, it's great to be a part of. Campos is tough, he's strong, he's undefeated. But Sonny Edwards, you know, we're trying to have a little, uh, maybe a little fighter from his division fly over to hopefully get something going as well, which will be fun. But we need to unify this entire division. It's a big night for Sonny Edwards. He's gone under the radar a little bit in the past. Big TV fight, first fight with us. And I think he's the kind of fighter that will shine. You know? I like him. I've just realised I didn't follow him on Twitter. Which was so weird because I see every one of his tweets. But anyway, I follow him on Twitter now. And I'm a fan. I think he sometimes he says some silly things. But I ain't about to tell him what to say and what not to say. I let him do his thing. I make the biggest fights for him. And it's over to him. June 10th is your only show, isn't it? In the UK? In June? Yes. We have three shows in June. June 17th, Regis Progray. June 24, Belanger against uh, Quigley. And then the 1st of July, we're back with Dalton Smith against Maxwell. And then July 7th, we're in Mexico. July 15th, we're in Detroit. Great show. Alicia Baumgardner against Leonard too. Montana Love against Hitchinson. Uh, fantastic fight. Um, and Andy Cruz, pro debut. going to be a massive night in Detroit. And then we have July 29th. So we have like, we have a run of about six shows. So I'm going to the FA Cup final tomorrow. Why? I've just been invited and I want to go. I think it'd be a great game. Are you in like a neutral end or a neutral yeah. box? or? I guess so. yeah. I guess. Are you sitting in the royal box? Right. Oh. Should be really, but no. Man of the people. Interesting. Are you not supporting anyone though? No, I'd like to. I, I do like Man United, um, but I guess they're not going to win, are they? I'm not really a football guy, you know. Cool. Oh, he's only vice chairman of um, the football club, but got this call. I said, I said half hour. It's been forty minutes. Have you got to take that call right this second? Right. Unless you've got anything else. Uh, just. Yeah, but now you're hurrying me now. Come on. Um, you please for O'Hara to get his 
Yeah, Shot WBA yeah. ordering. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, O'Hara can win that fight. He can beat Roley Romero. Um, it'd be interesting. I think they're going to try and make Roley Romero against Ryan Garcia. So they're either going to have to apply for an exception, which probably may be granted, or O'Hara's going to get a step aside. And if he does, he can fight Jack Catchell for the interim if Jack doesn't get the Regis Progray fight. But we'll see. But great spot for O'Hara Davis. Please for him. Um, quick two things. Um, Devin Haney situation. I mean, mm. you and Devin Haney seem to be popping up on social media. No, he just like yeah. he just phoned me. It was before the Wood Lara fight. I was in my room. He phoned me and he said he wants to fight Regis Progray. That's it. No, there's been no negotiations. I think it's a hell of a fight. You know, we've got Jack Catchell. I like to fight with Regis Progray as well. And if Devin wants to move up and become a two-division world champion, we can make that fight. So, let's see. Okay, just finally, right? Do you, you know this kid here? Have you seen this kid? Because this come up on my timeline from last year. Hold on. Eddie. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, yeah. How's he getting on? How's he getting on? He's all right. He said, uh, I think in his pro debut in uh, in abroad, in Mexico's 17 now. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, if you were to give this young boy, uh, Tony Lightning Jr., some words of encouragement, because I'm sure he'd like that while you watch his pad work. I know him. I've seen it before. My words to Tony Lightning Jr. is keep living a dream. Stay consistent. Work your heart out. And live and breathe it every single day. Make the sacrifice. Without sacrifice, there is no achievement. I promise you that. You always have to give something out or lose something to achieve greatness. And he, by the looks of things, lives and breathes the sport. If you live and breathe the sport, if you have consistency, then you have every opportunity. Talent is still the defining factor. You can have all the hard work in the world, you can have all the graft, you can have all the consistency, but to be the very best, you have to have talent. But even if you don't become the greatest fighter in the history of the sport, you can have a future. British, European, Commonwealth, maybe world. And by the way, you can always come again. Never give up. Follow your dream. Live life to the fullest. Be relentless, yeah. There's a book out. It's mine. Sunday Times bestseller. Read it. Be relentless. Eddie Hearn, we'll see you next week at Wembley. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.